0: taking your power back and realizing that you know if you if you know your life's purpose and you know what you're supposed to do you cannot afford to just stay in this tight bud like it, it that is almost too painful than it is to go out and just take a chance on yourself and whatever it is that you want to achieve you know so you can do it i mean it, awesome blossom fabulous and fantastic have that confidence and know that you will get from point a to point b if you just keep working at it
1: that you can use to put yourself first and be it till you see it it's a practice not a perfect let's get started hey be it till you see it listener welcome to the show what's up what's up okay wow um this is a really fun episode i actually really enjoyed that i was smiling the whole time i mean like i couldn't stop smiling she uh is so much joy and you're gonna hear her introduce herself like oh yeah you can picture how much joy she is um this is one of those divine appointments, those divine moments of meeting someone because actually I was randomly in New York in the fall and I got to see Claire Saul. You remember her from one of our episodes in the beginning. Um, she's my slingshot friend. And I said, yeah, I need some more guests. I need some more unique guests that like really are going to inspire people because I, I, I think like we need to hear more stories. We need to hear more stories of possibility and we need to hear more from more people who are still in the works of it. And she's like, oh, You got to talk to a Del Sarte. And I was like, perfect. Great. Do the introduction. And not only did we get the intro happening within like five minutes of her saying her name, but she'd already scheduled her up. And I was like, I love it. She's a take action person. I'm in, we are recording this during retrograde. So you're going to hear some little retrograde gremlins, um, taking over, uh, her, um, internet. But I, the, the interview is so good that just know, like it's a word here and there. It's not, it's not a whole sentence. It's not going to drive your ears crazy. And she has so much love, joy, positivity, and drive. And if you are someone who's like, I wish I had an ounce of that. I want you to listen. Cause she shares her tips along the way. She shares how she makes it happen. And mm, I really just loved her action items at the end. They're so honest and they show, um, so much possibility and they're really like, the, this journey we're all on is not linear, y'all. It is not. And we talk a lot about that in this interview as well. So here's the deal. You are amazing. And I know you're scared. And I know sometimes you don't know what the next step is. But if you can just get freaking clear on what you're wanting to be in this world, who you are, it's going to happen. You're going to look back and go, whoa, look at that. You know, so, um, so I really, I really, I know it's, I know it's not easy. I know every day there's something weird that happens. I swear, like one day we got a link that was working and the next day it's not. And I'm like, why is this happening still? You know, or one day everything is going really great in some relationships. And the next day there's an argument and you're like, what, how did that happen? And it can be distracting and you can go, these things just keep popping up. Life keeps getting in the way. And I think it's important that, you know, that's all part of the journey you're going on. And um it's all part of what makes you you. And it's what makes you actually stand out. And this makes people feel comfortable talking to you and sharing their story with you and, and supporting you. You know, we always say it here. Nobody wants to be friends with perfect. So stop trying to be perfect. <laughs> Allow it to be messy and wear wear some sunshine. Find out what your power color is. You're gonna hear about Brittany's in this episode. So I'm gonna stop talking so you can hear the words from her. Thank you for being here. Thank you for listening. Thank you for sharing every episode. It really does make a huge difference. I'm on a mission, okay? And I can't do it alone. Um and um that that means you. <laughs> it means you sharing each episode that you love that brings something to you, that teaches you something if you could text it or post it on Instagram or share it wherever you love to hang out, that is going to help other people hear this podcast. So, here you go. After this brief message, Brittany Del Sarte.
2: Hey, yo, Brad here. I uh, wanted to tell you about the Profitable Pilates retreats that we have uh, in real life here in Las Vegas coming up uh, at the end of September into October. And we wanted to encourage you to jump on the wait list right now. You can do that at ProfitablePilates.com slash retreats. Retreats is plural. And uh, let me tell you about it. Uh, we are so excited because in uh, just a few days, we're going to have a group here uh, in March with us. We got 25 people coming. We have an incredible week planned for them. Uh, and we're going to be doing this again, uh, like I said, in September. So we have uh, morning movement. Uh, everyone is uh, going to be staying uh, close to us and coming to our actual house to uh, where Leslie and I live here in Vegas. Uh, you're going to get to meet our dogs. You're going to get to see my cactus garden, which you know I'm so excited about. Uh, And what we're going to be covering uh, are we've got workshops lined up digging into your uh, fitness business. Uh, We've got chances for you to actually pull out your pen and paper and do the work right there. Uh, We're going to be bringing in guest speakers. We're going to have lunch. We're going to have a mixer. Uh, We're going to have some fun time where we go into the arts district um, as a group and we hang out. We're going to have a family dinner. So Wednesday night starts uh, all day Thursday, Friday, Saturday Saturday part of the day on Sunday. We also have a photo shoot happening. Uh, So we're going to help prep your website so that you've got a couple of great uh, photos to take home uh, shot by a professional photographer, our favorite photographer, uh, Monica Linda, who you hear about us talk about all the time. Uh, So anyway, get yourself on the wait list for the next one that's coming around. We are going to be opening up the doors for that sometime next week. And we wanted to encourage you uh, to participate Uh, And we hope to meet you in person here in Las Vegas towards the end of the year.
1: All right, babes. Oh, my goodness. I have someone so special for you. Um, She came to me by way of a very special woman. We'll talk about uh, her in a second. But we've got Brittany Del Sarte. And, oh. she is a, such a bright light and such a joy in her smile. I get to see her smile. If you're watching on a YouTube, you get to see her smile. Um, it's just making me have a better day already. So Brittany, thank you so much for being on the Be It Till You See It podcast. Can you tell everyone who you are and what you're up to these days?
0: I will. Thank you so much for having me, first of all. I wore yellow, especially for you. Yellow is my energy color. So I'm giving you the, the awesome blossom color, all glow energy Of life today, (laughs) you are. You're
1: Um, such a sunshine. I
0: I try. I try. I mean, and we're also in the middle of Mercury retrograde, so I just feel like everybody just needs some some light, some positive vibrations. So I'm here to bring it. Hi, everyone. I'm Brittany Del Sarte. Um, Awesome, blossom, fabulous, and fantastic is my brand. I'm an artist, a multi hyphenate person. Um, I'm a producer. I used to be a journalist. You know, just exuding black girl magic. (laughs)
1: Ooh. <laughs> you are, you are. And oh my goodness. I know while we're recording this, it is mercury and retrograde. And it's like, come on. But also the podcast interviews never stop. You have to do <laughs> whatever's happening. So, um, so, okay. You called yourself awesome blossom and all these things. When did you become this? You were in, uh, you were to be a journalist and now you're doing music. So like, what was the journey? Can you take us down the road?
0: Yeah. So awesome blossom started. I was in a pageant when I was in middle school and the person asked me to describe myself using four words. And off the top of my head I was like awesome blossom fabulous and fantastic. And ever since then it just stuck with me. But of course, you know, with throughout my life trajectory so far and when I reflect back on, you know, just being that that bright-eyed bushy tail kid with pigtails and glitter in my hair just dreaming of, of being an artist and just being this multi hyphenated person and seeing where I am now, I realized that, that that name Awesome Blossom, it, it has a different meaning for me now because um, just within my life, I've, I've experienced highs and lows, right? But it's always, um, I've always found it fascinating how I've been able to hold resilience Through all of the things that I've gone through and still been able to just, uh, set my dreams to fruition and to do it with excellence and and to do it really well, even though I've, I've, I've hit a lot of obstacles and a lot of, you know, curveballs have gone my way. So, uh, when people say awesome blossom, I'm like, yeah, like it is because I'm able to do all of these awesome, amazing things. And yet I'm still learning. I'm still growing and I'm still evolving. So I'm still blossoming,
1: Yes, I have so much. I'm like, I'm like, I'm like loving it because first of all, we all hit obstacles, right? Like it's just a nature of the game. And I think sometimes some of us can like rise through those obstacles. And sometimes we let those obstacles get us. And it just depends on, you know, what you've been through and what you've said resiliency. And I want to say, like, when you say awesome blossom, it almost helps you. Like, even if you like hit an obstacle, it's like, I'm awesome blossom. You can't, you can't not go through the next thing. Right.
0: Yeah, exactly. And that's what it's about. It's about, you know, taking your power back and realizing that, you know, if you, if you know your life's purpose and you know what you're supposed to do, you cannot afford to just stay in this tight bud. Like it, it that is almost too painful than it is to go out and just take a chance on yourself and whatever it is that you want to achieve, you know, so you can do it. I mean, it, awesome, blossom awesome, fabulous and fantastic. Have that confidence. And know that you will get from point A to point B if you just keep working at it. Yeah, you're. Yeah, I'm like. I feel like everyone's going to
1: start going around. Awesome, blossom, fabulous, and fantastic. It's like a little new <laughs> mantra we can all say. Uh, and I, you know, I have to just point out. She said, like, you can't. We all start as a bud. We can't stay that way. It's actually really painful to stay that way. Um, you know, what are like? Can you think of a time where like maybe you were letting yourself stay in your bud shape and like you you finally got through the blossoming part? Like, is there any point in your journey that you kind of just felt? A little nerves because it is hard and scary to go up against those obstacles
0: yeah absolutely um I want to say I've always been someone that has never I've always been fearless um and I give credit to my family for that they've always nourished my dreams anything I want to do if I said I could believe I could fly they'd be like okay girl we know you can and how high do you want to fly you know what I mean so when I moved to New York um I actually left My career as a journalist. Uh, I was in news broadcasting, and I actually got my start at CNN at 21. So that was my first.
1: Yeah, go big or go home was like that would be the scariest place to start being a journalist. Is like at the like pinnacle of like where everyone wants to probably be as a journalist.
0: Pinnacle, exactly, and that's where I got my start. That's where I learned, and I just graduated from college, University of South Carolina, and I was like, okay. But why am I not taking these full-time positions? It's because deep down inside I knew I wanted to go to New York and, you know, achieve my dreams and see where I can what I can do with my art. And so I got into grad school, moved to New York, and 2018, I graduated and I found myself, Billy Porter said it perfectly. It, it, he called it being in in the precipice of obscurity. And I felt myself being in that place where it's like all right, you know where you want to go, but you can no longer see the road ahead of you. I'm someone that's a futuristic thinker. I can visualize something futuristic and see the outcome. And it may not come into fruition until months or years later, but it got, it came to a point where I was like, I'm not sure what direction I'm supposed to go in. And I think it's because I might've experienced postgraduate depression, where you graduate and then you see other people have started getting married yes. and having families, and yet you're still trying to break into such an industry that's tough. Like, you know, there's so many people that want to pursue acting and, and singing and, you know, not everyone makes it. And that's just, you know, that's just me being realistic. And it got to a point where I felt like I was relying more on my, you know, my degree. Cause then I went into marketing and advertising just to survive in New York, because it's expensive here. So, yeah, you know, I, it I got to a point where I was just like, you know what? Like, it, it, what if I never, what if I'm never able to leave this? What if I'm always going to be here? And the reason why I came to New York is in vain. So I, I, I became fearful, it got scary, but music was the thing that healed me and brought that life and vitality back to me. I felt like I just needed to uplift myself. I recorded my little rap song, Call Me Blossom. It was not meant to be taken seriously at all. But all of these people started coming in the studio and they were like, what is this song? Like, I could hear this on the radio. Like, this puts me in such a good mood. Like, I love this song. I can't get it out my head. It's so catchy. And from there, I was just like, you know what? Like, I really enjoyed the process of making the song. And it was healing for me. So I just decided to keep going. Mm-hmm. And it really it was the music that sustained me and and brought me back because being in New York, I, I don't have family here. And, you know, I, I felt like I was I didn't know what I was going to do. I was like, please give yeah. me the courage. Let me just figure out what I need to do to reset. And I think like creating this album, like put me in a place of like, oh, now I remember why I'm here. Now I know
1: what to do. Now I know how to get back to me. I mean, for, I just want to, so y'all, um, Brittany and I were introduced to um, Claire Solly, who is my slingshot friend. Um, we're each other's slingshot friends and she moved to New York and it's true. Like it gets really, it's like LA. It's everybody's there with a dream and it really is those who like keep at it. It's, it's, it's not as uh, you can be the most talented and if you burn out, if you give yourself only six months, you'll, you know, like, it's just like, it's just ta- being there consistently and showing up. And I love what you said about Billy Porter's like in the precipice of obscurity. It's like, it's, it is really hard to be there because that's such an uncertain place. And it's, and it's, you don't know the road ahead, but you, you, you like have an idea of where you want to go. And so I freaking love that, you know, what you just said, what as you were describing that what I, what I heard is like, you be, you said it came really fearful and you were a fearless person. And then you started taking some action. And I always say, um, <clears throat> excuse me, everyone, uh, we're going to have a dry throat today. Uh, I always say like, um, that, um, action is the antidote to fear that when you take some action and so here you are not a singer yet, not doing those things that you went to school for and, having um, what um, I think Christine Hassler calls it like expectation hangover, like having graduated yes. this amazing thing that you should be so proud of and anybody else back home would be like, I'm so proud of her. And you're in this place of like, I don't, I'm lost. I don't know. I'm going to just go back and do these things. Cause I need to make some money. But when you took this action of going down and making the song, whatever it was like the fact that you were like, I don't even, it's just, I'm just going to go have some fun. I'm not even going to, I'm just going to do this thing. Um, I think that's where the magic happens because a t- every time I hear someone's stories, I hear the fear and then I hear action was taken and then something blossomed from it.
0: It's true. And the the beautiful thing about being an artist and the beautiful thing that I just admire about all artists is that, you know, underneath this, this strong or fearless exterior that a lot of artists have um, is a lot of vulnerability. And sometimes we use that to serve other people. We want other people to come and Uh, get a cathartic experience from us that we don't use a lot of that power for ourselves. Mm. So for me to go into the studio and to actually write the songs and compose the music and to arrange and um, to really use a lot of those gifts for me. And it wasn't about like, oh, like how many impressions can I get? How many streams I could get? Mm. It wasn't about that. It was just about the experience itself and just writing and really seeing how, you know, the way that I think, the way that I feel, the things that I want in life, how it's changed, how it's evolved, and how I can really pull myself together again with my gift to, in, in order to empower myself to get back to that relentless pursuit of excellence, girl, you've got this, trust your gut, it's magical. You'll always put yourself in a position to blossom that way if you just trust your instincts and allow your, your gifts to nurture you sometimes. So, I think that's such yeah. a great call
1: to action. And I, and I, what, what I was thinking about is you're saying that is there's gonna be someone listening that's going, okay, but thanks ladies. I don't, I don't actually want to be a professional singer. And what you're saying is like, it's not about making the money on that gift. It's about using the gift to fulfill you first. And I like, I think, you know, you said it like we do things so that other people have an experience. We're doing all these things to make sure that other people feel good, that other people are taken care of. And so little are we doing things to like make sure we're fulfilled that we're, our, our cup is filled. And so I, I really think this is very beautiful. Can you tell me, so you're, you're rapping apparently. Um, <laughs> I'm in the yeah. presence of our rapper. Um, <laughs> um, so, okay. Where, um, with your music? Cause that's what you're doing now. Are you, are you, are you showing up into different like places to sing open mic nights? Are you being invited? Like, where are we at on this journey? Like what's the next step? Or are, we, are you just kind of like seeing what happens? You've been famous and fantastic and see what lands in your place.
0: Yeah. So, you know, I'm a Virgo. So there's always going to be a strategy in place. The way that my brain works, like there, there's a method to the badness. So last August I actually dropped the EP. It's called Call Me Blossom. So, mm-hmm just five songs, just to, you know, give people an introduction about me and who I am. And not only hasn't given me a a artistic rebirth, but for me, I wanted people to understand where I come from, because yes, I moved to New York, but I'm a Southern girl. So the songs are, are about just my Southern roots and my upbringing. Um, What it, you know, my 90s childhood, you can tell that a lot of, when you listen to my music, a lot of the, um, the sounds, that drift between R&B and jazz and hip hop and dance pop are a lot of like nineties inspired. Right. And just my poetry. So when I released that in August, um, I released the music video for the first single, which was Southern life. And the video did really well. It got about 65 K views. I just, that's amazing uh, before. Yeah. Thank you. So before Christmas, I actually um, went and shot, the music video for my second song, which will be called Talk to Me. And it's going to drop in February. And I thought it would be very fitting because, you know, the song is about love. And it's just about when you finally meet someone, but they don't really want to articulate what they will bring to a relationship because they don't know if they actually really want something long term and sustainable. My song is saying, uh uh-uh, uh, no, before you get with me, before I make any commitments to be in the relationship, you're going to have to articulate to me what you're what you're willing to offer me because if I can do that for you then you need to do that for me so with that said with that drop I am planning to do something really special because we're still in a pandemic and I'm still nervous to perform live so I am going to do a virtual concert this will be my first one um, I'm in the works of producing that with my team so and fun. then we'll yeah and then we'll see what happens but there's definitely a plan and that's how I do it like I, I just allow myself to have small goals. So the first goal was just, all right, like release the EP, get it out. All right, now let's release the music videos. All right, once that's released, all right, let's do a live concert so people can enjoy your, your music live and, and get that experience yeah. from you. And then the next level is, all right, like let's get these deals. Let's see what, let's pitch, you know, let's have well, the material, show them what you got.
1: Thank you for sharing that because I do think people think, oh, you release an album, you get a deal. And when I can't wait for Brad to listen to this episode because he, it wasn't, when I met him, he was in a band, he was in a pop band and, uh, and, um, you know, so I, I have seen like the behind the scenes on on that and it's, it's, it's hard y'all, but what I love how you broke that down, because even if you're not like here, listening to this to release an album, y'all like listening to her, she's like, okay, I'm just going to do this small goal. And then I'm going to do this small goal. And that really does help boost your confidence. Because if you look at the whole big picture, get get on stage, book a deal, get an album out there, get representation. It can feel like impossible and also hard to see how far you've come, because until you hit that goal, you haven't achieved anything. But you're like, nope, I'm going to just write a song and then I'm going to record a song.
0: Exactly. And, you know, the beautiful thing about being a multi hyphenate person is that. I was really able to take all of the skills that I've learned and developed over time. I always tell people the beauty of being a multi-hyphenate is that one domain infuses the other. So I really took my time to say, okay, like, well, I don't have to hire people to market for me or to help me create my brand because as a marketing and advertising person, that's what I do on my own. I have a communications degree. I know how to write. So I can, I know how to pitch myself. I can do my own EPKs. I can do my own social media marketing campaigns. You know, like I can create creative directs, my own music videos. Mm -hmm. I can executive produce my own projects. So I really took all of the things that I've learned over time and really um, invested it into bringing this project to life so i really took my time with it so
1: for the for the listener who is like what is a multi-hyphen they might be thinking like three last names so can you can you share like what that is because i actually what i'm loving is that you basically wrote down like here are all the skill sets i have but um can you just can you just break it down (laughs) for the person who might not know if they are one or
0: not Yeah, you know, and I'm still trying to figure out how to like break that down. But I always tell people like I consider myself to be like a millennial renaissance woman, because being a multi hyphen, it just means that, you know, you, you don't just settle for one, um, one career Mm -hmm. industry or one career field that you can jump between multiple industries. So for instance, like, yeah, like, I, I am an actress, I am an artist, but I was also in the journalism field as a reporter and as a news producer. But then when I graduated, I went into marketing and advertising. So it's just being able to um, yeah. have, balance multiple careers at one time.
1: Yeah. Well, and also it's like the beautiful thing about that is you don't have to like just be one thing. And I think back, um, it sounds like we're about the same age. I'm an elder millennial, though. Um <laughs> <laughs> Um, but yeah. Well, it's where, where? Well, y'all, my birthday's in two days from this. I'm very well. I don't know when you're listening to it. It's it's been passed, but you can wish me happy birthday. But um, yeah, no. Uh, Brad and I are elder millennials, and I have a funny story about about that. But um, at any rate, I think like you know, my mom is a teacher. My dad was a manager. Like, to to like you know, back in the day, you had like a title, and now because like because of the way the world works, because of how things the industries change, because we're allowed to go, Hey, I only have to work here for four years. You can experience all these different things. And some people would say that as, Oh my God, look at me. I just keep switching jobs and see it as a negative thing. And instead by saying I'm multi-hyphenate, you're like, basically to me, you're like owning all the experiences and show, and using the tools from that to help prepare your career forward. And I think that's really cool. I think if we all, stop beating ourselves up for like changing jobs so much and actually saw it as like, nope, the stepping stones are all going to equal up to like having this handbag of awesome tools you can use yeah. as you need. Right. I think that's really yeah. fun. Yeah. No, yeah. um, I was at, okay. So I was, it was, gosh, when was this? Probably like 20, I don't know, 14, 15. I was in this, like at this cafe in Montecito, California. Y'all, it's like a tinier town from Santa Barbara. And
0: it's like, oh, wow. it's like
1: where Oprah's house is and like Prince Harry. It's like, this specific town, right. I'm at this, the only brunch spot and I'm sitting there working on my computer and this guy looks over. And I mean, like I, I definitely dress like a kid from the nineties still like, you know, like I'm, I'm an elder millennial. So he looks at me and goes, are you a millennial? And I said, yeah, I am. He's like, I knew, I knew you people worked. I was like, we work a lot. Millennials work a lot. <laughs> you know
0: what? The, they just mad because we. We're at this point in our lives where we're not just going to stay on some job and be miserable just because we make good money. Okay, you'll be lucky if we turn in a two weeks notice. We just know (laughs) our worth, and we just know that rest is revolutionary. That's all. Oh, my God. We just learned from the baby boomers and said, no, we're going to just do it. We're just going to switch it up so that, you know, we can have more fulfilling lives. No, you know, no shade to the baby boomers. But, you know. Yeah. But I think we've over time.
1: <laughs> I, I love it. Rest is revolutionary. Oh my God. That needs to go on a wall. But you're yes! 100. I mean, I think like, I think it is, we get to learn from the people who came before us. And that is the best thing we can, the best ode to them that we could do is go, you know, that doesn't look so fun. Didn't look like you're all a bunch of happy people.
0: <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you know? Yeah.
1: Exactly. So, but I just think it is, I, I love what you're saying. I think if you're listening to this, it's like, look back. And write down all of the best skills that you had from every job. I used to be a barista. You know what I was really good at getting people to do? Put whipped cream on that. Like, I was like, it's only two calories. You can do it. <laughs> Enjoy. Exactly. Um, have some fun in life. But I was a barista. And then I worked at a doctor's office. And I then I um, worked in, in the mall. And I had... Like all those things lead you up, and they give you some experience that allows you to see the world from a different place, and you that's a skill set, and you don't have to do it the way that other people did it because you're different and I think that's really, really cool
0: exactly thank you. I appreciate that I just you know from and I think too the so the reason why it's probably so easy to do that is because I've just always been inspired by the future and what it could be and Growing up um, in my household for about eight years, I was the only child. So there was just me and my wild, relentless imagination. And so I was able to energize myself with the visions that I've had in my imagination, along with what I wanted to see for myself in the future, and then just easily turn those visions into thoughts and then those thoughts into action. And so I always tell people that I'm like, as long as you understand what your life purpose is or you discover that then the rest of it is really just easy. It's all about implementation at that point. You know, I, I, I've i always wanted to live a life in artistry for as long as I can even remember. You know, I've always wanted to sing and write and act and dance and direct and play instruments. And, you know, I understood that, okay, like, I feel like my purpose is, yeah, I just want to express the truest, highest expression yeah. of my creativity. And I want to use that to nurture and to, and to just, you know, relate and be of service to people. So as long as I knew that, I figure, all right, as long as I put myself in positions to be able to make that happen, then I can just trust that the universe and the spirit will meet me in the middle and together we'll, we'll bring it, we'll bring whatever visions I have to life together.
1: Yeah. So, okay. Um, couple people are listening and going, how do I figure out what my purpose is? I don't know. How do I, how, like, Is it something that you journaled, meditated on? It came to you in a dream? Like, where, like, how do you, if people are to ask you, like, how do I, how do I figure out my purposes? What do you tell them? What worked for you?
0: Wow. Well, you know, I, like I said, I was raised down South and we're all about community and gathering and my family, something that we, I I mean, I'm just really grateful that we, that we've been doing this is that we gather in the living room or in the kitchen and we, we talk. And you know, my family is always like asking questions about what makes you happy? You know, what do you love to do? Like if you couldn't do it, if it was taken away made you feel like a zombie or that you was just a shell with no life. Like what, what would that thing be? And really allowing myself to write and to journal about that. And yeah, that really helps. And I know it sounds cliche, Oh journal like that but no or either ask your friends or ask your family members like hey like what is it that you see in me you know um that could be helpful in a particular um industry you mm-hmm. know like my sister you know I always tell her she's a she's a cancer right but I've always known that she she had this thing about her that's so nurturing and she's soft-spoken and she's able to she has this ability to get people to um relax and to to um to be calm. She has this calmness about her. And so I always believed in speaking life into her saying, you know, wow, like you would be really good at working with children or older people. And now she wants to become a orthodontist and, and work with kids. And then she also wants to be a, a counselor. So I had people do that for me too. I just had people, even down to like the elementary school nurse, look at me and go like, I could see you, you know, using your voice for good. You know, you just whether it be through song or uh, public speaking, like there's there's just something about you that when you speak or when you stand on a stage, people pay attention yeah. and people constantly speaking life into you. So I think it's also to surrounding yourself around people that, you know, see something in you and not afraid to to speak life into you and to, and to let you know, because that's also can help and be affirming.
1: Yeah. Ooh. I mean, there's so many great things in there. I really, yeah. I really love that your family ha- i like sits around and ask these questions to each other. I think like, you know, I almost think like for y'all who um, are still single, listen to the questions people ask you on dates and notice when you light up <laughs> because like, you know what I mean? Cause sometimes like maybe your family is like, I don't know, watching the television and not asking people questions, but like start to ask these questions are really great discussion questions. Um, I was thinking I would like, bring them on a, on a car ride, sit in traffic and go, okay, what are your three favorite colors? What's something you like, like no one knows about you, those kinds of things and notice what comes up, notice what sticks with you. But then you also said, you know, listen to what other people are saying about you, listen to what they notice about you, because I think um, we, we are too in our heads around others and we're not noticing like what we're actually putting out there and what they're receiving. And, and it's, it's just feedback y'all, you also don't, like you can also go, no, I don't think so, but like, listen, because it might it might spark a thing. Or and I know people think yeah. journaling is so cliche, but like, I find journaling to be so freaking relaxing, and like, it gets the stuff mm-hmm. out of my head. Like, it just gets it out of there, and it's like, okay, now it's now there's space, now <laughs> there's
0: room. Exactly, and that's what it does. Especially if you're someone who's over analytical like me, and all you Virgos and even Aquariuses, like we got to we got to work on that. <laughs>
1: I know, I know, like, I know that's hello. Hence the morning pages and the breath work and the multiple to-do lists everywhere. Like it's, and then I'm like, I told you that. And they're like, nope, never did. And I'm like, oh, yeah. you're probably right. <laughs>
0: exactly, exactly. But it, it helps, it, it helps put things into perspective. And also when you go back and read those things, sometimes you, it gives you a aha moment. Talk about Oprah. Like I love when she says like, Oh, I had an aha moment because it's true because I've gone back in journals and looked back and go, oh yeah, I did say that I wanted to do that. And like, this makes so much sense. Now I understand why I went down this path instead of this path, you know? So it's just, it's an amazing thing to do when, whenever you can write these things down and then go back and read them because you, you kind of see like, wow, like the way that I've been charting my course is, is, is telling me that I need to go in this direction and perhaps this is what I was meant to do. This is what I was born to do because I noticed that from 2001, when I started writing and seeing what I've been writing now, this just makes sense. And this always has been a constant steady thing in my life. Yeah. So, you're, yeah. It's a beautiful thing.
1: You're, you're right. I mean, like I love a vision board. I need to collect some magazines and do another one because I made a vision board in 2013 y'all. And then like, I lived in a 500 square foot apartment, so I didn't want my vision board out for like every stranger coming through. So I I like put it in a closet and when I pulled it out like a year later, it was like almost everything on that vision board had been dealt like done. Like, and I wasn't looking at it every day, but I just made it right. And so you know, it's, it's kind of, it's, it's really fun. I've kept it. I still have it. It gets moved with us. Like, I'm like, this is the original, <laughs> this is the best one. Oh my gosh, Brittany, I could talk to you forever. Cause you're just, I mean, you are sunshine. Um, but you're also full of so much positivity and enthusiasm. And I want our listeners to hear so much more about you. So we're going to come back and, um, let them know how they can get to know you more. As you know, you cannot fit you in around everything else. Instead, I have my students schedule their life around their Pilates. I want to give you a free 30-minute Pilates workout. Go to onlinepilatesclasses.com slash beitpod. Again, onlinepilatesclasses.com slash b-e-i-t-p-o-d. And let me help you make time for you. At OPC, our 30-minute workouts help you do life better. All right, Brittany, where can they find you, follow you, listen to your music, What's uh, what? where do you hang out the most?
0: Yeah, so you can follow me on Instagram at Brit and Broadway, B-R-I-T-T and Broadway. I'm also on Twitter at Awesome Blossom B. Um, I'm on LinkedIn, I'm on Facebook, you know, Brittany Chapman, just type it up and I'm there. Also, if you want to stream and tune into my EP, Call Me Blossom, i am streaming on all platforms so whether it be spotify title youtube whatever it is that you use to stream your services please look me up the support will be amazingly cherished
1: yes oh i love it i love it i love it um i'm gonna i'm gonna listen to it actually i'm gonna make and make sure brad does too because it'll be so fun to talk about you and the song when we do our recap Okay, so people are in love. They're like You're like the positivity queen and you're just making magic happen in your life. What bold, executable, intrinsic or targeted steps do you have, advice do you have for people listening to this? What should they be pr- doing to
0: prioritize themselves? Mm. Mm. Wow, Um. you know what? Yeah, it's okay to give up. You can give up, just don't quit. You know, if the elevator stops, just get off and take the stairs, you know. Um, when you're when you're happy and you're doing things that are in alignment with you, when you're not giving in, when you're not settling, that's when everything starts to happen. So that is why you cannot quit. And also, I would say, you know, it's not about being dependent on anyone else to give you your heart's desire. It's it's the work that you're putting into it. Um, And when you decide to plant those seeds, you'll start to see that everything else will unfold and you will see success. Just do not stop. And don't have your expectations so high, especially for people, because people will disappoint you. Um, People will undermine you. Um, People will invalidate you. Um, But you have to shed those people, shed those relationships. You need to have people around you that's going to lift you up and speak life to you and encourage you believe in your all in the in the visions that you believe in and if mm. they're in a room without you and they hear an opportunity that can help you that they would not be afraid to throw in your name mm. right so have those people around you that support you a village a tribe a creative tribe um any any type of tribe it doesn't have to be um a artistic creative tribe yeah. but um you know, especially if you are, though, in the industry, the entertainment industry at, at large, um, you know, this is an industry where you you want to get noticed. And it, it is about getting attention. But you got to understand that you're not meant to be of the norm. You're not meant to conform at any means to make people follow you. So understand who it is you are. You have to constantly decipher what you want and and what's important to you, because nobody will be able to take that away from you, right? Yeah. And the other thing that I'll say is, um, you know, especially, I just want to talk to women, you know, we are so celestial. So um, we, we deserve a place in, in any space, whether it be business, corporate, you know, the art, education, you know, uh, we are really able to advance the collective growth especially of 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 women in any soci- in any platform at in any society at large. Right. So just stay true to yourself, um, understand your power and never let anyone take that away from you. Mm.
1: Beautiful. Those are some bold and an intrinsic be it action items if I've ever heard them before. Like that's beautiful. Thank you, Brittany, for being here, everyone how are you going to use these in your life? Like what stuck out to you do us a humongous favor screenshot this episode, tag Brittany and myself, Bayapod on Instagram. So we can see those, so we can cheer you on. So we can be part of that group. That's like, yes, you got this. And And also so that other people who need to hear these words can, because it's so much easier when everyone around you is being it till you see it.
0: That's right. That's right. And thank you so much for having me. Like, I really enjoy. You're right. I could talk to you forever. Like, it's, it's been such a safe and fun space. So I appreciate that.
1: Oh, well, thanks. And I cannot wait. We'll have to do another one. We'll have to have one with you and Claire on. Uh, I'm
0: sh- <laughs> you want me and Claire together in one. Oh, <laughs> I
1: Bravo. might not get a word in it. But anyways, <laughs> oh, my gosh, everyone. Thank you so much for listening. And until next time, be it till you see it.